You're listening to the Empowered Divorce Podcast, where women support women who have experienced betrayal trauma and abuse and are now facing divorce. Here, you'll learn tools and concepts to help guide your journey from a place of empowerment by trusting yourself and becoming the chooser in your life. I'm your host, Amy Woolsey. Thanks for joining. Hello, hello, my amazing, beautiful listeners. Thank you for joining me today on the Empowered Divorce Podcast. So glad you're here. And I've got a special episode for you today. I have my youngest son, who is 15, Jackson. And uh, you'll hear in our conversation how this whole thing came to be. I love this guy. He's hilarious. And you're going to see his hilarious personality (laughs) in this conversation that was uh, very, very raw, very real. But he wanted to do this. And I, absolutely love that he wanted to do this. He does not listen to my podcast. He knows what I do for a living. He knows I help women. And uh, we were having a conversation on the way to seminary one night. And anyways, he asked me, hey, mom, when are you going to have me on your podcast? So this is how that came to be. He had some things that he wanted to tell you, women, you moms. And I think what he had to say is pretty awesome. So I'm bringing you this conversation today with my youngest son, Jackson, again, who is 15, and wanted to share some of his thoughts, his experiences through divorce, and really helping you moms who might be scared about divorce and how it's going to affect your children. And really, he, this kid's got such a big heart and wanted more than anything for you all to know that they're going to be okay. So enjoy this fun episode with my very blunt son, Jackson. Okay. Well <laughs> hey, Jackson. Hey. <laughs> Say, hey, mom. Hey, mom. Okay, so we were driving in the car on the way to, I think it was seminary. And you said to me, what? <laughs> Can I do a podcast? Hey, mom, what are you going to put me on the podcast? <laughs> And I said, what do you want? What do you want to say? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> and then, I, of course, when you say, I don't know, what do I say? If you did know, what would you know? <laughs> so we had a fun conversation, but you wanted to come and be on my podcast. And as we got to talking about it and got more curious about it, you wanted to come on because why? I don't know. <laughs> then why are we doing this? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I remember, remember. It was like, is because of the woman that get, like get divorced they're scared of the child's perspective of it mm. and i've been through it and so i can tell my story yeah so that's what yeah that's what you told me is that you felt like you wanted to share your perspective of your experience through divorce because you know that i work with a lot of women who get divorced and i mentioned to you how a lot of i mean i was the same way just very scared of how my children, how you were going to handle it. So you're the youngest. Everyone needs to know you're, you're my baby. Yep. And you were six when I left and I wondered how you were going to handle, cause you didn't know a whole lot and I don't remember a whole lot. The way that it affected you it is different from how it affected your older siblings. Even though you guys all have a great relationship and talk about it, it still affects you all differently. Yeah. So. You want to share your story today of how it affected you, but really what I'm hearing you say is you want to talk to the moms about their fear. 
Yeah. So what comes to mind right off the bat after I say that? I'm just waiting for you to ask the questions you did in the car. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I love you. Okay. So what if I remember correctly, I asked you, what, well, first of all, the big one, what, uh, well, what's been your experience going through divorce? I would say it's a lot of up and downs. There are a lot of things with my dad that's that's happened and I would say I gained a big like trust boundary with it and just things like that. Meaning you learned how to create boundaries? Yeah. That would be it. Yeah. So tell me more about the trust thing. What do you mean by that? I'll just say with like let's think. Like for example like the question you asked in the car, my answer was I think trust is a big thing going through divorce especially with your kids like uh, me and you because you would tell me things like I couldn't go see my dad and I mean I didn't have like a thing to do with it so I just had to trust you and throughout the whole divorce you you remained trustworthy and so I trusted you and I mean it still sucked but I think that's just a big part of it if that makes sense yeah, so when you when your parents get divorced, there's, it's this, and then your older siblings have said this too, it's the who do I believe? And that's what's really hard for you, right? Mm -hmm. It's the who do I believe because mom and dad are both saying two different things. Yeah. Okay. And so when there were times where where one parent was saying one thing, another was saying another, a different thing, how did you handle that? And and with going along with what you were saying around trust, how did you know who to trust? I think there was a lot of times where I was really confused because I, I mean I was what eight at the time. A bunch of this happened, or like well six, but six, seven, eight when it was kind of icky. Yeah, so super young. I would say there was a lot of times I like I think I would question you. I'd be like, "Why?" I think I would kind of like ask you why, and mm -hmm. I would question you and myself, like who do I trust? And I actually I think I feel like I prayed about it a lot. Mm. about it too and it kind of felt like you too uh like trust you and overall just i think you did a good job teaching us trust and boundaries and a bunch of other things so i trusted you so are you saying that you felt like because i taught the principle of trust and boundaries you were able to figure out for yourself what you wanted to think or do you feel like I told you what to think. From you teaching me boundaries and principles of trust, and I also think the principles of the gospel, because that plays a big part of it, and my own prayers and stuff like that. To figure it out for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. What else do you feel like regarding the whole like being pulled in the middle? What do you feel like was helpful for you to not feel so pulled between two parents i think you did a pretty good job with it considering that you didn't give me all the details i would say you just said trust me what helped me was just noticing things like patterns with my dad like mm -hmm. going over to his house and just different like lifestyles and so the things that i have been told i could kind of see for myself as well gotcha did your siblings play a big part in your and being influenced on how you view things? Yes. Was a big part in helping 
me go through it as well. So I'd say it had a big influence on me as well. Do you do you recommend that? Do you feel like moms are listening to this? Do you feel like that's a positive thing to let maybe older siblings or siblings talk amongst themselves and figure things out together rather than having mom or dad get involved? Yeah, I think that's a big part because me and shared a room most of our life. And <laughs> I think it during the divorce as well, we gained a good bond with each other. And me and him would talk about it all the time. And so I would trust him as well. And yeah, some things we would talk about. So come just go. I bet you trust yeah. him more than me. Yeah. Yeah, which is great because I, I and I love that because I think that's that's really healthy when you feel stuck in the middle. Yeah, you had someone that you could trust that was also really familiar with the situation. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. What else do you feel like? Okay, let me give you another thing. Moms feel really worried and concerned that their kids are going to make the divorce mean something about you, like. You did something to cause the divorce. If you were better or more behaved or whatever, if you had done something different, then maybe this wouldn't have happened. Mm. Um, did you have any thoughts around that? Yeah, I can't really say I felt that way. But I think what helped was going back to siblings. Like my siblings would tell me like it's not our fault or like my fault. And then also back to you, it's you would always tell us it's not. Our fall has nothing to do with us, and you just tell us about that stuff and go around that. Yeah. Okay. So another thing that I know I really worried about with you kids is the emotional piece. It was really hard for me to know that I was going to make this decision and it was going to impact you, and I worried you'd feel sad, mad, be mad at me for making this decision. And so I would love for you to speak to that, like, was there a time where you were mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of times where I was mad and sad and I would get angry. Because, like, those five times I said, like, why can't I see my dad? And you're like, you just tell me why, I guess, whatever your way and that was. and Which was what? You say you can't see your dad. I feel like you would say that and get I mean, I just had to trust you, but I would, felt very angry and I would get mad. I would cry and be like, oh, I want to see my dad and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So tell me more about that. When the, was that early on when things were like in Arizona? That when you were feeling? Yeah, I yeah. think. When he was married to? When he was married Do you? No. You had pest? I think it was after when he would come. It was like. And I have a house, and he, like, came, dropped yeah. off trucks and flowers and all that stuff. And When he was Jeremy stalking us, too. Jeremy. I, I have a memory of him picking me up one time. I was supposed to go back to your house, and he picked me up and put me back in the house, and I just stayed there. Yeah. So. A lot of drama. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. How did that affect you? I think it, it goes back to whose side am I on? Going back to, like, you just telling me it was hard to believe you or believe my dad. Like, different sides of it. So I went back to that. But And then ultimately, how, how did you make peace with that? I was very young, but I feel like I talked to and my siblings a lot. I feel like I talked to you about it. And 
did your therapist Terry help? Yeah, uh, she did that, but I feel like it helped just me explaining my emotions and knowing how to feel my emotions is a big part of it. Yeah. So tell me more about that. Tell me more about how you how you learned to manage your emotions around the divorce. I would say my th- the therapist Terry, she would just help us understand what's going on and how to feel and know that it's okay to feel sad and angry and all that. And I, I still work on it today with working with Luke. Every every week, meet with him and, and you teach me all the time now too as well, like how to feel and how to process your emotions and feelings. So how has that made a difference for you? I'll just say like when you get angry or sad and mad, like all of the emotions, first it's like, I guess to notice like that it is okay mm-hmm. and then to process it, feel it and et cetera. How has that helped you to start feeling your feelings? I, it would help me with not getting so mad at you or dad or just getting, getting mad and just kind of calming myself down. Mm-hmm. So how have you been able to navigate your relationship with your father? Oh, it's been up and down. So I think when he first lived in, it was really good. And then we stopped talking to him. So I've had up and downs, like not talking to him. Those periods of time where I would shut him off because I could see things that he was doing and it would hurt me. And going back to feeling your emotions, processing it and I would notice that this is what's making me angry. So I, I would actually stop talking to him. I like blocked him and then you give him a second chance. And that went on and off for three, four years, I would say. And so just going back to the emotion part, feeling it helped. But not to the last time I hung out with him was the best time I've hung. I mean, yeah, that was really great for you, huh? Yeah. So it was, it was very good. So it take it took a lot of time though. Yeah. But I think just processing everything. When do you feel like you were able to navigate that relationship with him on your own, meaning without my influence? I'd say signing me up and like therapist and Luke and all that kind of just gaining my own perspective. And I kind of guess it all goes back to feeling your emotions. Yeah. And all that. So trusting yourself. Yeah. And how you want to navigate the relationship. So would you tell moms who were worried about this to allow their children to navigate their own relationship with with dad instead of getting in the middle of it? Can you say that again? I think there's times to step in, but I think... So what are those times? When it gets super sloppy, I guess. What does that look like? When did When did you appreciate when I had to step in? I guess it... It goes back to trust, like me talking to you about it, me explaining it, and you would just talk with me. And yeah. So I'd go through it, and then it ultimately comes down to my decision on what to do. But yeah. I think just me talking to explaining it to you was just very helpful, and you gave some good insights. So, but keeping you in power, helping yeah. you stay the one in charge of your relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Where did it get... Or did it get tricky for you? Do you feel like I was forcing you to go one way or the other? I wouldn't say you ever forced me to do it or I never felt forced to do it. I'll just say that at times, like, I need to block my dad. It was me 
picking sides, I felt like where it was hard. Oh, when you blocked, when you, when you chose to block him, then at that point you felt like now I'm choosing sides. Yeah. Gotcha. So I feel like that was like, I don't know. I always just didn't want him to like feel sad. I feel a lot of empathy for people. Yeah. I don't want him to like, I don't really know how to explain it. <laughs> no, I think that makes sense. I mean, there's the attachment to him, right? That will always be there. You want him in your life. And I think that's really important for moms to know is that that's why it would never work for me if I tried to keep you away from him because you're always going to want a relationship with him. So it wouldn't have been helpful for me to try and keep you away from mm. him. So I had to let that be in your in your court. But it makes sense. What I'm hearing you say is when you chose to block him because you whatever you felt like you needed to do that for you were then worried about whether or not he was upset or how he felt about that and that yeah. that was hard for you and then i also think just going back to like past trauma with him showing up randomly and stuff like that so there's a lot of scared in that too yeah yeah and i think that's hard is when when those instances happened and if there's no resolution around that between you and him and even him and me then it can it can carry over a little bit yeah you're gonna have those triggers what else do you feel like you would love for moms to know when they're worried about their kids i think it's just so important to have a relationship with them even like what you did when you would work you would just invite me to come work with you and i would work i mean I would get paid very low. <laughs> I don't think five dollars was enough, <laughs> but it helped with relationships and stuff like that. Hey, we went to QT. You got your donut. <laughs> Did no. You what? You saying I I'm cheap? <laughs> All right, no. But I think it's just you just gotta gain a bond with them, and I don't know. I think just siblings are good too. Yeah, you guys are really close. Yeah. Which is nice. So staying connected really helped. What else can moms do to support their kids through divorce? Like maybe some do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. But that's a hard. So you're saying do connect and do things with them and have conversations with them and let them feel their feelings. Don't underpay them. <laughs> or pit it, or pit it. <laughs> I just, I can't really think of, like, something you did wrong. Aw. I know I did, though. <laughs> but I'm glad you think I don't. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like, you said something earlier um, that I think is important, that I, I couldn't really give you a whole lot of information. So it was hard to say, you know what, you can't do those things right now. Now you know that he was he was homeless. He wasn't living anywhere so didn't have a place for you to go and that's why i had to say no but there are other things about the, our relationship and why we got divorced that i think that's a big thing as moms sometimes want to tell their kids why and this is where i did do it wrong with the olders because they were asking questions and i gave too many details that they wanted to know about but wasn't helpful with you i've done it different so you being the baby got a little bit i think a more healthy mama but what do you have to say about that where there's pieces that you that you did want to know and you have asked questions and I've answered the question but haven't given you details? Do you have any thoughts about like the not knowing? 
I would just say you did a pretty good job on like things I should know and things I should Cause I think if you gave me a whole bunch of details, I would be all over the place and a whole bunch of different emotions. And so I think you did a good job on just giving me the details I need to know and trusting you. So if you asked me a question, how did I respond to that? Sorry, can't give that to you. <laughs> but would I give you a little bit to help? Like how did, did you feel like I didn't give you anything? No, I think you gave me some things, like, as I got older, I don't know, it's kind of slow leaves, pieces, and pieces, like, pretty sure you said once, like, you're just not in a good place. It's where you can't, where you can go, or stuff like that, so. Yeah. And do you feel like that was helpful? Yes. Okay. So, basically, telling the moms not to give too many details, only what you have to and really allowing, knowing that, like, you are going to want a relationship with your dad and there is nothing wrong with that. Even though I have a different experience with him, even though I have certain thoughts and feelings, it it really, and it, I'll tell you, it was challenging, but it was so important for you to not be pulled into my experience, but to have your own experience with him. And you feel like you've had that. Yeah. So what made this last experience with him one of the better ones? I was just more honest with him. I was in fear or mm. trauma mode, I guess you can say. And I think I got older too and knew how to process emotions. And I just had a really good talk with him too. And it just so I could like see like him just switch. So it was good. And I think it was a big part in my part. Of getting ready for it and dealing with my emotions. Yeah. I love how you just said that. I think that's really important. You can do your part and they might not do their part, but at least you did your part and that helps with you. And it goes on. You're smart. Where do you learn this stuff? (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now, here's a question that I think some people would want to know. Having a mom for a coach, what's that like? Oh my gosh, dude. Okay. No, it's definitely good. <laughs> you tell me how to see you. I tell you how to feel? No, 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 You don't tell me how to feel. You don't tell me how to feel. That's right. But you would keep me guidance <laughs> on how to feel my emotions. Yeah. How I could feel my emotions. Yeah. But I definitely think it sucks when you say, okay, here's this piece of paper. What are you feeling? What are some emotions when you just get home? <laughs> so, blah, blah, blah. and so you don't like it when i when i ask you about your emotions well i do but like <laughs> you say it bad timing <laughs> oh bad timing gotcha so what are the things that you like about mom being a coach just knowing how to process my emotions anything else you want to tell women about their kiddos that they think you think they should know just love them, and you just gotta stand strong. And it's hard, but get close to God. Yeah, I definitely have relied on Heavenly Father to help me with you all, and to know what to do and how to show up. I think church was a big part in it too. Yeah, I do too. Sometimes I struggled with it, but ultimately. Well, and the support that church members gave you. Yeah. I mean, I had to ask for a lot of help, and you had a lot of 
Ward family members show up for you in a big way. Yeah. All right. Do you feel satisfied now? Yes. Did your every desire of recording a podcast come true? Sure. <laughs> it's not that big buck now. Oh, you think I'm paying you for this? No. What's your name? Five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jess. That should be my baseball number now. Lucky five. Five. That should be my number. Uh-huh. Almost in. Number. Okay. Thanks, Jack. Love you. Love you. <laughs> okay. I love this kid. And I know I'm a little biased, but hopefully <laughs> hearing him talk and share his very raw thoughts uh, is going to help you maybe navigate, or maybe you had some ideas about how to navigate this with your children. The challenge that I'm going to give you, the invitation I'm going to give you this week is to have conversations with your kiddos, to ask them their experience and how they're feeling and how you can best support them through their experience through divorce. Perhaps share with them your desire for them to navigate the relationship with their, their father, your ex, in their own time and in their own way, and ask them how you can support them in that. I will also want to invite you to be aware of when perhaps something you are inadvertently doing, not knowing, putting them in the middle. This was something that I had to learn, and I was so grateful for the help that I got to learn that and really help my kids not feel stuck in the middle. It can be such a devastating place for them to be. So drop into that awareness with so much self-compassion when you do realize (laughs) maybe where you're doing that. It's okay. You get do-overs. And I have asked this kid and all of them for so many do-overs. And that is the most beautiful experience to know that I can correct some of the things that I now see, ooh, that wasn't helpful. Ooh, that wasn't helpful. And they've responded beautifully. And they're learning just like I'm still learning. So that is your invitation this week to practice. And again, hopefully listening to him helped ease your concerns. I do want you to know it gets better. And as your kids learn how to feel their feelings and process them on their own, then they will absolutely be able to navigate this in a healthy way. They're given an opportunity to learn new skills, new tools through this divorce. And you have the opportunity to empower them. All right, everyone, remember, you are enough. And you are whole and complete and infinitely lovable. And so are your kiddos. Take care, everybody. Want to hear more tools and inspiring messages from moi? (laughs) Follow me on Instagram where you can get the scoop on a lot of my courses, free workshops, and just hear more healing stuff because why not? The link is in the show notes or just find me on Instagram at Amy Woolsey. Remember, you are the chooser in your life and you get to create the life you want. Take care, everybody.